The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic, Dynamic pet, pet Duo. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You are listening to the Pet Buzz, the ultimate in pet talk radio. Let the holidays begin. Hooray. Hooray, hooray. So let's talk about what's new. I don't know if you saw Conan the Belgian Malinois get honored by President Trump this past week. Did you see that? I sure did. Well, if you recall, Conan took down al-Baghdadi. Al-Baghdadi. That's right. In a raid a few weeks ago, what I loved was President Trump called Conan one tough cookie. Tough cookie. I love that. And the other thing that I thought was really cool and the press commented on that Vice President Pence gave Conan lots of love. But the one thing that I thought was really funny when they said to Melania, are you going to adopt the dog? And she she had no intention of adopting Conan because he's still working. Actually, they both laughed, the president and Melania. Mel- Melania. Melania, you were having problems today. Maybe it's Me? like both of us. Both of us were having problems No, today. they both laughed out loud, grinned, and went yeah. and moved on. No dogs from there for the Trumps. I just don't see it. Well, anyway, last but not least, we're really proud of our congressman, Vern Buchanan. Absolutely. Animal legislation, his bill on cruelty, making it a felony to abuse animals, was signed into law. Actually, the same day that President Trump and Vice President Pence honored Conan. So go get him, Vern. And very importantly, it's making it a felony for to abuse pets. Absolutely. So go get him, Vern. And thank you so much. Animal lovers everywhere in the United States appreciate this legislation. So congratulations to you. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Okay. So let's get on with today's show. Today in segment four. <laughs> Today in segment four, we are talking with Ruth Rosenquist, the ultimate Santa Wrangler from Cherry Hill Programs, about pictures with Santa. Love that. And in segment three, our Christmas tree expert, Kim Scribner, is here to talk about decorating a memorable pet-themed tree. Two, this is where we get to dish about celebrities and their pets. Oh, this is where you're so Midwestern. Like, you don't get it. It's to dish. We dish. Okay. Okay. And in Flex Facts, holiday plants and pets with Ibrahim Shakri. You talk about it, it's like you get to dish. You get to talk to Dr. Shakri. Uh, I think I just dished. Okay. You, okay. you, you kind of, you know, it's okay. called kibitzing. Okay. It's called kibitzing. Kibitzing and dishing. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, kibitzing and dishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let's finish off this segment with the winner of the National Dog Show presented by Perina. You saw it, and I'm sure you agree. The National Dog Show presented by Perina is a real treat on Thanksgiving Day. About 30 million dog lovers got to witness Eduardo Paris with his bulldog Thor win Thanksgiving gold. So joining us today, actually from Houston, Texas, is Eduardo Paris, the winner of the National Dog Show presented by Perina. Eduardo, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, what was the first thing that you thought of when you heard your name called as the winner of the National Dog Show presented by Brina? Oh, that's like real excited. And 
all the efforts of, of the year of campaign is like a dream come true. Is 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 really really a really nice feeling when I heard it, my name there the the breed uh, actually the breed name right bulldog so that's really fantastic. So tell us about Thor and and Thor as well as English bulldogs in general. Well, he's like a, 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 right now he's number one bulldog in the country. Uh, he's just two and a half uh, years old. He already won best in shows in three different countries. Uh, when I found him in Sul America, he's winning a best in show from the classes. He's breaking records. He's a really nice dog. He has many pieces, and when you put together, he's Thor. Yeah, that's it. He's <laughs> he moves like a dream. He has a great temperament. He's a fantastic dog. Well, I think for so many of us that love English Bulldogs, we were excited because we don't really see English Bulldogs, you know, in the last few years, I mean, when the National Dog Show or really a lot of other dog shows like the AKC or Westminster. So tell us a little bit. Well, actually, what is his? We know his call name is Thor, but what's the big fancy championship name? Well, uh, his his name is uh, Diamond Gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Peru, uh, South America. His name is like uh, Majesu, what called uh, the translator for Majestic. And the, the another name is Pisco Bu. Is about Pisco, like a traditional drink in Peru. Pisco. Right, and we have so Pisco that, in that, Chile that, as well. I lived in Chile for a yeah, number yeah. of years, <laughs> so that's that's yeah, great. Yeah. So, do you think Thor knew he won? Well, he always do, you know. <laughs> Because I think he feel my excitement when we win. He jumps. He jumps on me. He's happy. I really think he understands when he wins because he acted like a yes. A true champion. So if you've just joined us, we're talking with breeder owner handler Eduardo Paris, winner of the National Dog Show presented by Prina. So who do you think your biggest competition in the best in show ring was? Oh, for sure. The Avenir is behind me in the lineup. Uh, he's a beautiful dog. He's number one dog in the country this year. Uh, very well presented by uh, his handler. And he's a beautiful dog. He's the biggest competition there, for sure. He's number one dog. So, And we have a comp- competed with him uh, another time. You have a lucky have a bit with him another time, too. So he's a great competition. I always say when you have a great competition, it's better for everything. I think that's true, especially when you get down to the National Dog Show that so many people are watching on Thanksgiving Day. You know, it's funny because last week I was talking with John O'Hurley and we're talking about the 30 million people who get to watch the show. And, it, you know, it started, when you think about it, it started out as 20 years ago, you know, a dog show. And now there's 30 million people that are really interested now in really watching the dog show and finding out who won. So, and, and it's also a great venue because I think a lot of people really fall in love with showing dogs when they get to see so many great champions and handlers like yourself. Do you have any words for people who want to get involved in showing dogs? Well, come to have a fun in the dog shows. Some new people sometimes come just for thinking win uh, and win breeds, win rosettes. Uh, that's not about the dog show. Dog show is about have a is a family sport. is a is a beautiful sport in. Uh, everyone should be welcome to come and have a fun. That's the most important of uh, our sport, you know. Uh, and I'm glad you said that because I can tell you we've had Ernesto on the show. We've had uh, 
Gabrielle on the show. We've had David on the show. We've had so many past winners on the show. I used to show dogs as a kid. I love going to dog shows and especially the ones that are coming up like the AKC dog show. And then we, of course, in February, we have uh, Westminster. So, you know, enjoy the sport. Enjoy learning from the greats. Uh, who are there before you. And just if you're interested in showing dogs, you know, talk to some of the handlers. If you have a chance, go to dog shows. It is a sport that is just a great sport and you learn so many lessons in life. And one is just of good sportsmanship and just yeah, really, exactly. and one of, of responsibility and learning how to take care of, of dogs. There's a lot of work. It's not easy, right? No, not easy. Even even a bulldog, you don't have like a, co- a long coat like a poodle. Uh-huh. It's really hard. Like at the weekdays, it's really hard to to keep that. Keep it like a beautiful coat, no stains, the weight, everything. So it's, it's lot of work, but is the pleasure is really is is really big too. So great. So what's next for you? Where are we going to see you and Thor? So next week we'll be in Dallas. Texas. Uh, later, we'll be in Orlando for the the National Dog Dog Show. Mm-hmm. Probably Palm Springs in January. We're really excited right now for for Westminster for sure. Me too. I actually have had my tickets for such a long time that I actually sit in the second row. Well, everyone, that was Eduardo Paris, breeder, owner, handler. That in itself is a feat because there's so many professional these days. So to actually breed, own the dog, and handle the dog is an amazing thing. So we're so excited for Eduardo. Now, let's see if I can get the name right. He is the breeder, owner, handler of Diamond Gold. Majesu Pisco Bulls in Houston, Texas. We can't wait to see him in Orlando, Florida. But up next, celebrity pet news and, of course, Flex Facts. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. I used to move a lot, but then one day the human said I could stay. They say a lot of words like no and don't chew on that. And sometimes brother and sister get mad at me for pulling their tail or biting their ears. But at the end of the day, when I snuggle up with Mr. Piggy, it's good to know I have a home. Make a dog's day. Adopt. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple and it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. (laughs) I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. 
For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Joining us on the Pet Buzz this morning, this show is hosted by the Dynamic Pet Duo. I'm petrodologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. And now for the celebrity pet news. Well, are you thinking about getting a dog for your kids as a Christmas gift? Here's what Charlize Theron had to say about adding two furry members to her family. She said that her kids really are learning from the dogs, and she remarked that they have two puppies, which was a huge mistake, but eventually... She thinks it's going to be a good thing. Obviously, the actress did not prepare. She said she just really needs to get through this puppy stage or this puppy stage hump. But she said her kids are so happy. And she thinks that having dogs is teaching her children empathy and responsibility. Recently at the Glamour Award, she mentioned that the kids, her boy and girl, have to pick up dog poop and feed the pooches in the morning before they get on the bus and go to school. And furthermore, she noted that her son and her daughter really seem into having to care for the dogs. So she thinks it makes them really better people. In other words, she said, it's all good. Well, if you're thinking about getting a dog, think really hard. Don't make any mistakes. Get some books. Learn more about your breed so that way you can find the perfect breed for you and your family. And now, what you've been waiting for. Flex Facts. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fact or fiction? Just the Facts, ma'am. You want answers! I want the truth! This is going to take long. You got the time. To add holiday cheer to a home, many folks bring seasonal plants into the home and admire their flowers, fruits, or leaves. It is important to realize that some popular holiday plants can be poisonous or toxic, especially to children and pets. So joining us today is veterinarian Ibrahan Shakri, a professor of pharmacology and toxicology at Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine. Dr. Shakri, welcome back to the Pet Buzz. Hi, uh, Dr. Fleck. Thank you for having me. Oh, we are pleased to have you back. So, Dr. Shakri, what do we need to do before buying and or displaying any holiday plants? Pet owners should do their homework first before buying or displaying holiday plants. Unfortunately, many of these popular holiday plants are toxic to dogs and cats. If we're a dog-owning consumer, what plants should we avoid bringing home or gifting to other pet owners? Toxic holiday plants are several, and they include cyclamen, holly, Christmas rose and Easter rose, Christmas calanchoe, amaryllis, Paper white, Narcissus, U, English Ivy, Jerusalem Cherry, and Mistletoe, and many others. Wow. Let's let's take into consideration cat owners. What what about plants and cats? The same plants that are toxic to dogs are also toxic to cats. Ah. Uh, one one point we like to emphasize, uh, which may not be a, a, a winter plant or are lilies, 
lilies are very toxic to cats. Two leaves can kill a cat. Wow. Holy smokes. If you've just joined us, we're talking with Rosh University School of Veterinary Medicine's Ibrahim Shakri about the dangers of holiday plants. So, Doc Abe, what symptoms should pets manifest if they ate potentially toxic plants, and should I take my dog or cat to the vet immediately? Okay, many of these uh, uh, toxic plants, the majority of them actually, they cause uh, gastrointestinal irritation signs such as drooling, vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. Uh, others, in addition to these signs, can cause uh, cardiac problems or neurologic problems, tremors or seizures, and they can be very dangerous. Okay, I got my last question. This is really unique. So, for the gastrointestinal signs, the owner can do uh, can administer activated charcoal tablets, the ones that are used for humans, uh, and give them by mouth. And also can give plenty of fluids and monitor uh, the patient. For serious clinical signs, the ones that have cardiac or heart problems or seizures, uh, uh, you need to contact your veterinarian immediately. You can also buy hydrogen peroxide to, to induce vomiting, but it has to be 3% dilution because concentrated hydrogen peroxide can be irritating and can be toxic. So it has to be 3%. Okay, 3% hydrogen peroxide, but what about the uh, uh, charcoal? Yeah, the uh, charcoal drugstores or pharmacies over the counter, and you can just buy them. They are sold for humans. And you can give one tablet by mouth to a dog or half a tablet to a cat. Oh, very good. Okay, that's great advice. Okay, this last question, it's really unique. Any other advice? Well, my advice is uh, for pet uh, owners to do some research, as I said, before they buy holiday uh, plants. Uh, also, I, uh, uh, and then there are many websites. They can also check uh, my website at Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine to identify, to see pictures for these plants and to get more information. That is great advice. We're going to put that URL on our social media pages so you can find out more about toxic plants. Well, let me tell you, let's enjoy the holiday season. Let's not have any accidents uh, with any of our plants. And Dr. Shocker, thank you for uh, being with us today and giving us this great advice. That was veterinarian Ibrahim Shakri, a professor of pharmacology and toxicology at Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine. Thank you for being with us today. More of the pet buzz very soon. We can always count on you. We can always count on you. You You always give us the best. You are a plant guy, our plant expert, (laughs) veterinary, pharmacologist. Thank you very much. We love having you. And and I'm looking for that manpower. So if you can, get back to us about that. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. Bye. So I'm Rex, and normally I'm pretty nervous about having to go see the vet, but this Dr. Fleck, he seems like he'd be okay. Like, he might even give me an extra treat if I let him rub my belly. (laughs) How often? 
question, should you bathe your pet? Well, I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed, and I'm asked that question often. How often you should wash your dog depends on a number of factors, including his health, breed, coat, and activity level, as well as where these activities are taking place. Dogs who spend days outside rolling and things are going to need a bath far more often than the ones who spend most of their time on the couch. Or you can always take the smell test. If your dog walked into the room and you can smell them, it's time for a bath. Make sure when it's time for a bath, you gather up all the supplies, including a non-slip mat and plenty of towels. Use shampoo formulated for dogs and turn your cell phone off to avoid distraction. And if you have a dog that hates getting a bath, smear some peanut butter on the bathtub wall and let him lick it off while you bathe him. Then he'll know bathing can really be a treat. Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? I love animals and want my pets to be healthy. So I asked our vet who recommended EpiPet Ear Cleaner. It's super simple. And it even smells good. Every week I use it on both my dog and my cat to gently remove wax and debris. I even told my friend Aiden to try EpiPet on his dog Sophie, who always had red ears. But not anymore. Now we both have happy and healthy pets. Thanks, EpiPet. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, visit epi-pet.com. Sure, I'm a little rough and tough. Somebody's got me. I like the outdoors. Camping, boating, riding in your truck with my head out the window. Yeah, I'll poop outside. Doesn't everyone? A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. And now for my I likeies, that's plural, of the week. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. In the South, you know, we have to get our Christmas trees up ASAP, spreading that holiday cheer. We put up those trees over Thanksgiving weekend. And I have a challenge because not only do we have a tree at the house, we have a tree in the studio. At home, we keep our tree on the deck because it gets really, really messy. And we don't want the pets drinking the water or trying to eat the pine needles. In the studio, we also have a tree, and our tree in the studio is dedicated to our pets, and we buy a lot of our pet ornaments at Bronner's, so check out Bronner's.com. They have beautiful animal, insect, and pet ornaments that will help you decorate a beautiful animal or pet-themed tree, whether you hang their St. Francis of Assisi uh, ornament, glass ornament, or or with the animals, or Santa with the dogs and cats, or you even personalize a dog, cat, or bird ornament you will find the best pet ornaments at bronners.com definitely check them out if someone asks you tell them charlotte sent you okay i have another new love and that's hearth hounds patented keep dog christmas stockings that look like your favorite dog 
your favorite dog breeds. Well, the company offers 23 of the most popular breeds of dog available in 30 color variants. So they're made with beautiful faux furs and realistic details. They're not only beautiful holiday decorations, but they also serve as treasured keepsakes to honor your dog for years to come. So don't laugh at this, but they actually come with a comb so that you can groom your stocking. Personalize them once you get them at your local embroiderer and add your dog's name. I'm telling you right now, you're going to love them. Our next guest is here joining us, so let's introduce the segment. Gone are the days when consumers were content with celebrating the holidays with just one Christmas tree as their festive focal point. Increasingly, consumers are choosing to purchase multiple Christmas trees, both real and artificial, to decorate one or more rooms in their home, as well as outdoor spaces such as driveways, lawns, and backyards. Many of these trees are themed, including pet-themed holiday trees. So, joining us today to talk about Christmas trees and decorating it is Christmas decorating expert Kim Scribner of Christmas Designs in Texas. Kim, hello and welcome to the Pet Buzz. Thank you. Good morning, Dr. Fleck. It's my pleasure. Well, since the multi-Christmas tree has been popular for a long time now, are you seeing more pet-themed trees? Yes, yes. We've done several for pet owners, homeowners that have pets that are like their children, and we decorate trees with, there's all kinds of ornaments and themes for different pets, your dogs, your cats, your your loved ones, the little furry loved ones. We love that. So what are we finding on these type of trees? Are we finding personalized ornaments of dogs, cats, horses, and other animals? What else are we finding? Oh, yes. Yes, you can find almost any animal you want as far as an ornament. I've put little stuffed animals on trees, the engraved ornaments that are personalized. There's also beautiful ornaments available for your little loved ones that you've lost. And you can go to almost any of the supply that have ornaments like little dogs, that one of my favorites is the little balloon dogs. It looks like the little balloons that they make in shapes of dogs. They are adorable. And then they have every breed. Yeah, there's every breed you can think of. We're also finding, you know, what I think is would be really lovely too, the little picture ornaments where you have the picture of the Mm -hmm. dog and the ornament or you and the picture. I bet those are really nice too. Hey, but before we get into decorating, tell us your preference. Do you prefer real or artificial And give us some tips on finding the best tree. Well, as a decorator, I prefer the, uh, we call them replica trees that look real. And as a pet owner, I prefer the replica trees because you never know if your dogs are going to be sensitive to uh, any kind of allergy or skin situation with the, the live fresh cut tree. Some are fine, some are not. And then some dogs, will mess with the tree if it is uh, a live tree. They will have issues with it. I think that's interesting. I like how she calls it a replica tree. <laughs> Don't you like it? I, Kim, I got to start using that. That's very Such clever. Such a euphemism. Right, exactly. You don't say artificial. You say replica, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Maybe it sounds well, better. They make, maybe that sounds better make, in that Texas accent. <laughs> Love your accent. It's so cool. <laughs> they make the artificial trees that look exactly like the real trees and then they don't die before Christmas you know because a lot of people I've been decorating homes for Christmas since October 
a lot of people want to decorate early. And it was just on the news that people that decorate for Christmas earlier are happier people. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. You know why? They know they're going to get some gifts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and also, it also says how busy you are. You're and black. moving on, one of the biggest problems with having a tree in any home, whether it is themed or not, is that dogs and cat might drink the water. Any tips for preventing this? No. Um, I've seen the little gate, like you put like a baby, a toddler in, like a little corral gate. Mm -hmm. I've seen people put those around the base of their tree to keep the pets away. (laughs) Now I do that. I put on, I put, I don't laugh, but I have a X pen, you know, an X pen's for puppies. You set it up. I have one in gold because I think it matches the Christmas tree. So I put See? an Xmas tree. I put, I put the Xmas. just X-Pen. put a wire mesh over the top. You can, and you can put aluminum foil. Yeah. But, you know, if the pet is persistent, he can stick his paw through the aluminum That's right. foil. That's right. So, but the X pen has always worked well at my house. And then you just put it close to the tree. And then, you know, it, it protects the ornaments on the bottom, too, like Kim said. Charlotte, you need to ask me more about this. I tell you. But why? What are you going to tell us? Well, I was talking about putting the mesh on top of the water bowl. But what if it's wire and it cuts the pet's paw? It's not going to. It really is Spoken isn't. like a true veterinarian. <laughs> yeah. So my question is, you know, we have this big problem. Cats always climb up. We Our mm. cat doesn't. But a lot yeah. of cats climb yeah. up the Christmas tree. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. What mm. do you think oh, about yeah. this? I mean, is there some way we can prevent this? I mean, should should we anchor the tree? What should we do so the tree doesn't topple over? Well, we we will wire to the trunk of the tree and then go to, like, um, the wall, and if it's in a corner or if it's by a window, you can, uh, you will have to put a nail in the wall or in the baseboard or the window. There's always a place, and we will either fishing line the tree trunk to the wall or the, uh, or use wire, but you have to anchor it if you have, especially a cat will climb a tree. Well, I would usually tell people is you get a small spray bottle. You put some water and three drops of cinnamon oil, mm. not much more because exactly. it's an essential oil, mm. and spray it on the tree. And it smells good, mm. but most cats don't like cinnamon oil. You just have to be really careful. But I kind of like Tr- Kim's original suggestion, a replica tree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if it but falls, also, you put the replica back up. Suggest, <laughs> let me suggest do not use blinking lights. Don't let them blink because that will attract a pet and a child, a toddler. Good suggestion. I mean, great suggestions. Okay, this is our last question. So my last question really revolves around pet-themed wrapping paper. Do you, you know, I think that, and I want your opinion, Kim, your expert opinion. I like pet-themed wrapping paper. Yes, and also, if you will use a solid paper, it's a lot of fun, especially if you have children. Decorate it with a solid color and then give that child a marker and let the child draw a picture of the dog and draw the dog's name on there. Oh, that's and a And decorate the package with a marker or glue and glitter, and just you can specialize, and those are very memorable, making the gifts for the family, the memories. What a great idea. And then you can take pictures, too. There you go. Still Kim, you I go. am so glad we have so much agreement today, and thank you so much for joining us on the Pet Buzz. Thank you very much for having me. It was my pleasure talking about my passion, Christmas. 
To learn more about Kim and her work, visit her on Facebook at facebookobviously.com. Decorate for Christmas. Well, up next, we're talking precautions that need to be put in place to avoid porch pirates from stealing your gifts. But you got to make sure that no one gets hurt, especially the family pet. My name is Michelle Schaefer. I'm the mom of three boys, and I'm from Haddonfield and North Wildwood, New Jersey. I met Aladdin through my work with Lilo's Promise Animal Rescue, and I foster the emaciated dogs that come into our program. Aladdin came to us. He had been dumped at the side of the road. He weighed about 18 pounds. He had broken bones, other wounds, and he was missing 12 teeth. He was the worst abuse case I had ever seen. The most moving experience that I've had while working with Aladdin were when we were first responders at the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. And Aladdin usually works off leash. He was on leash that night, and he led me over to a very specific person. And here, that man had been in the nightclub the night of the shootings. He and Aladdin shared a very special moment that really made me cry. Aladdin has changed the way I see the world in a million different ways. The main thing is to treat people with kindness and compassion. My name is Michelle Schaefer, and Aladdin and I are individuals. I'm petrologist Charlotte Reed. I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We're urban, suburban, and and country. country. And let's talk global pet news. And now, Pet Buzz news from around the globe. Mitchell Galen and Kiko Napier of Venice, California, said Cooper, their four-pound Yorkshire Terrier, was laying in their yard over the weekend when a FedEx employee who was delivering a large package tossed it onto their property. The package apparently landed on Cooper. Galen said immediately she picked up the box and Cooper was in a puddle of blood. Cooper suffered severe lung and liver injuries per the dog's veterinarian. The couple said they had to choose, unfortunately, to have the pup euthanized. FedEx extended their deepest sympathies to the family of the pet involved in the accident. Moreover, in a statement to local news outlet, FedEx said, we take this matter very seriously and we're working directly with those involved to determine the circumstances behind the event. And furthermore, Based on the outcome of our investigation, we will take appropriate action. But Napier said the response from FedEx was not satisfactory. She wants FedEx to institute a corporate-wide mandate that drivers cannot throw packages. She also noted that she doesn't want to hear, we'll look into it. Napier is afraid that others can get hurt too. Like, for example, her grandchildren who play out in the yard or her mother who gardens out there. I think the story is really important because many of our dogs are in our yard and anyone can get hurt by having these packages thrown over fences and over into yards. And yes, we know that throwing them over the fence is an option so that thieves don't steal them, but this action can be really harmful. I foresee more incidents will happen. What do you think? Let me know. Tweet me. Facebook me or email at team at the pet buzz. And you guys know that the pet buzz is our handle for social media. Well, taking kids to see Santa during the holidays is an annual tradition, but now you can share the joy of meeting the man in the red suit with your fur kid too. Pet pictures with Santa can be fun and a magical way to kickstart your holidays. Not to mention that Santa pet photos make the best 
holiday cards. I love it, and I can't <laughs> wait to do it. And Dr. Fleck knows how long I've been talking about this. For weeks now? For weeks. Uh, for mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. I love it. So joining us today to talk photos with Santa is Cherry Hill Santa Wrangler, Ruth Rosenquist. Ruth, thanks so much for joining us on the Pet Buzz today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. Hey, you know, so many holiday traditions have really fallen by the wayside over the years, but pictures with Santa hasn't. So why do people still want pictures of their family, including their pets, with Santa? You know, who can resist a photo of their pug wearing reindeer antlers and a bandana with Santa? It's it's just the most precious memory to hold on forever. Precious is right. Absolutely. I have our pictures with Santa in the living room. They all wore like ugly sweaters. So I've got to, you know, go big or go home. (laughs) So I'm thinking about what they're going to be wearing for our next photos with Santa. And I have to tell you, every time people come into our house, that's one of the first things they comment on is how I managed to get all those (laughs) all those five English toy spaniels in a chair with Santa Claus. And I always say it's thanks to Ruth. It's a little Santa magic. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, so it's not just dogs that are being photographed with Santa, right, Ruth? Correct, and I'm going to send you an amazing photograph that I witnessed in real time on Sunday. It was a pair of twins, um, Devin and Brody, and they were with Benson, their pug. And the amazing thing about the photo is they're all dressed in matching pajamas. Elf pajamas. So <gasps> what could be more magical than that? That's an idea. Matching pajamas. Mm. I can wear matching pajamas with the dogs. Not my matching pajamas. You won't come. That's all right. Mm-hmm. So what pet tips can you offer for pet owners who want to get their dog or cat photograph of Santa Claus? You know, you just have to be flexible, and Santa will be flexible with the post. Charlotte, you can probably speak to this better than I, because you've brought your pups in my brood. many times. Yeah. Well, you know, I always say make sure that, number one, there are days for Santa to have photos, and he wears a special pet Santa suit. And recognize on those particular days there are going to be other dogs there, so it's important that, you know, maybe if your pet's a little barky, maybe you want to schedule a little earlier in the morning. But just be considerate. Take your time. Don't rush your pet. Let let everything flow naturally, kind of like Ruth implied, because you really do want to have the best picture possible. And sometimes what you think is not a great picture turns out to be a great picture. So it's exciting. Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking with Ruth Rosenquist, the ultimate Santa Wrangler for Cherry Hill programs about pictures with Santa. Ruth, I touched upon it. Now, there's certain days of the week for pet pictures with Santa. Is that true? Thank you for mentioning that. Santa does not entertain pets every day of the week because, like you mentioned, he wears a special suit. So we can avoid having pet dander with our regular guests. So typically, our pet nights are either on Sunday nights or Monday nights. But we have created an amazing new app, and it's called WhereIsSanta.com. You can find virtually any location near you, and it'll have a listing, which includes when and where pet nights are happening. Everybody's got to have an app these days. Everybody does. (laughs) Including Santa, you know. For pets. That's right. But 
the, the great thing about it is, is it's just one click. You can go in, find your location, and then you just bring up a page with all the event listings, which makes it very convenient. So what's it going to cost? At many locations, our photo packages start at twenty four ninety nine, and this year they come with a lot of extra gifts with purchase. So at most locations, you'll receive $25 Shutterfly card, 30 days of free delivery from Postmates, and a lot of other great goodies. Sounds fair. I think it's more than, it's yeah. reasonable. I mean, think about taking kids out to dinner or buying them a, a toy thing. An image for the rest of your life. Exactly. One that you can embarrass them years. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited. You guys, I am going to go and have my pictures taken with Santa as soon as possible. So you guys get to see Hannah and Hammy and Ty and who else? Wally and Thames and BJ. And who else? And, and Hayden. Oh, and Hayden. Hayden. This year we're going to get pictures with the cat too. Mm-hmm. Maybe those will just be by himself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give Santa a little advance notice on this. Because that's- <laughs> and it must be getting close because they're all in the groom shop today. Hmm. They are. They all got groomed so they can look beautiful. It takes time. You want, you want to have a good picture. None of these, these fast ones, right, Ruth? Correct. The sooner you come in, the better because this year, there are six fewer days in the calendar between Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve yes. because as of the late Thanksgiving this year. Right. Less shopping. That's right. And you got it. So less, uh, less and more time. intense. Always make time for your pictures with Santa. Ruth, thank you so much. Can you do us a favor? Can you repeat the app one more time where we can download it and also give us the website? So the website and the app are really the same thing. The locator app is whereisvampa.com. And then you just plug in the location or your city, state, and it'll tell you exactly where Santa is and when he's holding pet photos. Well, I'll let you guys know when I'm going to be down at the DeSoto Mall. And if you want to come and join me, we'll, we'll have to set up your times. But I'm going to tell you, it's nothing like a great picture with Santa. So we want to thank you, Ruth, the ultimate Santa Wrangler. We can't wait. And I'll be sending you a picture of our pets with Santa. <laughs> Michael thinks I'm crazy, but that's okay because I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We appreciate your enthusiasm and Santa's standing by to see you. Well, hi there. Aren't you the sturdy little fellow? <laughs> Before we go, we want to give you a preview of next week's show. Next week, we're talking about the psychological benefits of acquiring a pet, pet presents, and dog movies. Special thanks to our guests, Eduardo Paris, Kim Scribner, and Ruth Rosenquist. And we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin, coat, and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. If you have a question, write us at team at thepetbuzz.com. We'll cover it on our next week's show. And if you also have a question, you can tweet us or post a message on our Facebook page. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channel and listen to the linked podcast on Monday morning. Most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Goodbye. Well, it's Christmas time again. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Tune in each week for the latest 411 on everything pet related. Visit our website at www.thepetbuzz.com. Learn more about us, the show, and our guests. My name is Mike Ruiz, and I was born and raised in Montreal, Canada, and now I live in New Jersey. The thing that made me fall in love with Oliver was the very first time I met him. He was being fostered by a friend of mine whom I was visiting. I opened the door to my friend's house, and Oliver came running up to me, sat at my feet, and looked up at me with the most beautiful, big, brown, soulful eyes. And within 24 hours, I had filled out all the paperwork, and Oliver was my son. I've experienced a lot of discrimination with Oliver. We would walk down the street, and people would literally cross the street. We know when they would see us coming, you know, they saw like a menacing pit bull type dog. It just found it so baffling because Oliver was the sweetest, gentlest creature that I've ever met in my entire life. Sadly, I lost Oliver in August of 2018. I wanted to commemorate him in a way that was very meaningful. So I got this tattoo of him. It's just such an amazing thing. Knowing that I carry him in my heart, I now carry him on my arm. My name is Mike Ruiz, and Oliver and I are individuals.